Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? Okay, but it's absolutely miserable and it's very depressing for I summer. I feel I feel like bad moaning because it's only weather, but I actually feel I was saying I was saying to my client yesterday, I actually feel bad for all the people who have just gone to summer holidays and like what sorry, but what do you do? What is a kid? What yeah. do you do? I had a client the other day and she was like saying how she was trying to think of stuff to do with the kids but she's like there's only so much you can do when it's the weather's bad yeah um and obviously it encourages to be at home and what do you tend to do when you're at home and it's pissing down outside yeah you go like hibernate scroll scroll your phone and that yeah. makes you feel worse yeah yeah it's just um yeah it's but the thing is I don't I don't mind rain at all but I just hate continuous rain where yeah. it's like if non-stop. it's sunny and then rain fine but when you wake up in August and you open your curtains and it's like you can just see. And the forecast is rainy. The forecast is horrendous. Um, and I've I do, I've had a couple of clients who've just been to Crete, and luckily Crete wasn't one of the Greek islands that was on fire. Um so if, bad that by the way. I, I um so I, knew bad. A, I knew a girl who lost all of her, went <gasps> out for the day from a hotel. No. She took a bag, she had a passport, luckily, um, and went back and all of the stuff had burnt down, gone. Hotel had gone. That's so bad really so terrible because I was in Rhodes at the end of May it was it was in Rhodes it was in Rhodes. yeah it was Rhodes wasn't it and I, we were there at the end of May and um to be fair we were very lucky we had three out of five days were like really warm and lovely and glorious but even the staff were like apologizing to us for the weather they were like so sorry it's raining like fine it's not your fault yeah it's not your <laughs> and then, fault and then obviously it's um the complete opposite now and it's absolutely boiling yeah yeah it is wild it's the same in uh, well you're going to Italy soon aren't you what's the temperatures there at the minute they're a bit crazy to be fair my mum and dad are northern Italy and it has been hot but they also had freak storms for like three months where it's like raining and hot which which never happens but at the minute it's like 26 27 there so that's not too bad perfect one of my clients went to to Pompeii like two weeks ago and she oh, yeah. said it was it was unbearable she said like you couldn't she, obviously it's like all marble and like yeah. she said it was just like you couldn't even walk in it yeah it was just so bad yeah um, that's why when I see people who go to like um Rome in August I'm like why would you do that to yourself yeah, yeah. it's 40 degrees and there's no water and it's a, a really busy boiling hot city I'm like you're, you're literally going to Dubai but having no no air con anywhere yeah um yeah, yeah not, red not the one I'm looking forward to getting heading out there though in a, in a couple of weeks just got to get yeah. two weeks of with sunshine yeah me, me and Matt are currently in the process of booking our mini moon I hate the why is why is so much so much wedding terminology just cringy like, oh honeymoon it... what does it mean again honeymoon yeah I don't know have what a good... it, what... Have, have a little good I don't want to what <laughs> oh, what does it mean? I'm going to Google it now. I have a feeling it's something really weird. Honey, honey, what was it? Me- honeymoon. Is it too rude for the pod? Uh, what is the literal meaning of a honeymoon? 
Uh, Something to do with honey, believe it or not, I think. Uh, well, oh, this one on Wiktionary says, mm-hmm. um, originally denoting the period of time following a wedding, equivalent to honey plus moon, the original reference was an affection waning like the moon, but the later sense became the first month or the moon after marriage, which tends to be the sweetest. Oh, God, that's so late. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says here um but yeah the whole the, the mini moon gives me the extra i keep just saying just a little break after the it's wedding just a holiday like, like you said you don't want to get married on saturday and go to work on the monday no, but it's we, like, we, too weird but we really want to like um go and have a, a much bigger um time longer time mm. away um next year yeah that's um, fair so that's why this is being referred to as the mini moon. That's fine. That's fine. I think you everyone knows what it means as well. Yeah. So we'll just get get on board with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I am too looking forward to just a bit of nicer weather. Yeah, absolutely. Right, today we're going to talk a little bit about um, why, as human beings, maybe we could go into a little bit about if me and Jess have these feelings as well about any anything, um, why we have a, like a need to try to fix and find things that could be making our situation worse um, and why and, and basically what is popular now what people are talking about in this context and why it's probably best to think about other things um, as I just said before we started recording more low-hanging fruits rather than the fruit that you cannot reach and you shouldn't try to <laughs> yeah yeah and this and this um this all stemmed, Sash messaged me like we normally do the day before the pod or the day before the pod saying what we're going to talk about. And it, it just seemed to be a conversation that keeps coming up um, or a trend, a different trend that I feel like I'm seeing, whether or not that's um, in nutrition or in training principles, what what sort of advice has been given out online. But is this idea that we need to balance or fix things within our body that may not even need fixing in the first place? probably um, don't need fixing unless it's quite an unusual case yeah or in some instances there may be an element which is like um say for example you do have issues with your hormones how you would know that I don't know because no how do like, you know oh, that unless you're going to go get some sort of test done a lot mm. of people are like oh it must be this 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 a lot of the time we don't know um there may be instances but often people look for the most obscure thing to try and fix it mm. rather than the basic principles around health and fitness that mm. we often neglect and ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we wanted to go into a little bit today. So let's maybe start with um, training uh, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm. So a, a trend that I've seen a lot recently is the, the trend of um, trying to make our body more symmetrical. Yeah. Training. Do, I feel like, that? yeah, I feel like the imbalance thing has been around since day dot. Like I feel like it's always been the case but like just said like we why why do we have that need why do we feel like that's something that we need to fix and it's 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 funny because a lot of people who first get into training kind of have intentions that then change because obviously a lot of people start exercising because they assume that it's going to turn them into uh, a different looking person lose weight whatever um, and the whole muscular imbalance thing doesn't really have anything to do with that. So, but it is something that comes up a lot. Um, yeah. And I think uh, Alex Morel, he's he's a great uh, physio guy, one of the uh, few physios that are trustworthy. Um, 
he said something uh, in June that that really stuck in my head, and he said that if if you got a uh, if you sliced I hate the words if you sliced a human being from a middle part mm. all the way down the center of the nose, down the center of the mouth, center of the chest, all the way to your bits, right? Not, it's not <laughs> symmetrical. No, well, the right hand side of your body would always fall down first. Oh, really? Yeah. So he he because obviously in physio, can you imagine people say, "Oh, my left shoulder, my left shoulder is weaker than my right," and it's like, who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But he said, if you sliced a human being from the top of your head to your bits, like Kill Bill like, style, yeah, like, yeah, Kill Bill style, or you know, and then obviously as you see in films, one of them tends to, one side of the body tends to slide down, doesn't it, and then fall. So the heavier side of the body is always going to fall first. And it's all, yeah. it tends, not that this has been tested on humans or animals, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but the right-hand side of the body just has more stuff going on. There's more organs on that side. It tends yeah. to be heavier. We tend to kind of exist in our right side a little more. And you you probably hear people saying, oh, my right leg is a lot stronger than my left leg. Or Yeah. And it tend, does tend to be my right side so much. And obviously people assume that it's what well, you're right-handed, you use it more. And that probably does add yeah. to it. Um, but, but, but as Jess and I are going to go into, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it literally is, unless you are competing in uh, a sport or, you know, like shot put, for example, <laughs> tennis, something where you're going to use you know one side predominantly if you are not doing that if you are just you know like Jess and I just kind of training because it's what we should be doing um it, does it matter no does it matter at all and and there are there are elements of like say we get a new client coming session we can see mm-hmm. m- massive differences between uh, the left and the right leg for example mm-hmm. that's not to say that we're not going to be like right well we want to improve that weaker left mm-hmm. leg that's not to say we're going to be like well no there's no point doing it because your right side is more is is not dominant and it's stronger mm-hmm. no we will still and we will still work it mm-hmm. but you're also naturally just by training things yeah going to bring them up to speed without you making a conscious effort to be like I need to do more on this left side. This left side needs loads more attention. It's like, mm. actually, if you just give it um, equal chance in the limelight as you yeah. give the right in the mm-hmm. gym, it will probably do its own thing anyway. It'll probably yeah. just be grateful for the airtime. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Like, it, it'll be happy. Exactly. And I remember, um, again, I'm bringing Alex up again, but just because I think David Gray and Alex Moore are the only, like, proper physio people I actually trust on, on Instagram. Um, but... James Smith, I remember, haven't brought his name up in a while. Oh my god, I I actually nearly sent you a video this morning of him because there's loads of controversy on TikTok today, and it's hilarious. From him, oh, you, yeah, you go first. Okay, well, he used to say back in this was years ago, but for some reason it stuck in my mind. You know, one of the things you just you don't know why, but it was it was always there. He said, "Let your weaker leg guide the stronger leg." As in, if you can do six reps on your weak side, just do six on your right side. And I remember thinking, and he didn't give context because it's James Smith. Um, but I remember, I, th- I believed him. I was like, oh, that, because it made sense in my head. I was like, okay, so you don't want to overtrain the right side. You just want to make sure it's evened out. So it made perfect sense in my head. So 2018, 19, probably 20 as well. I kind of used that as a principle in my own head. Yeah. And then when we had the big talk with Alex and he went through, because obviously his whole job is, 
um injuries and rehab and you know helping people move optimally for whatever they want to do in life and he said that that's not the case whatsoever Mm. um and I was really interested because one of my clients Jody she had ACL reconstruction in November and um we've both done really really well at getting her stronger than she was actually before she had the ACL and one of the things we've been doing is training her good leg really hard yeah really hard like RPE night like Joe just go full send on that good leg because that leg can take anything because she's yeah. really strong so say you did single leg leg press we've been doing um so uh it's her her left knee is bad and her right knee is good so we've been doing um her right leg her good leg first and just do a weight that's like really grim just just get on with it because you can and then doing whatever feels good on the left side yeah um and that's Alex said always if you have a, a an injury on one side and a, a non-injured other side train that good side because it's so resilient and it can take everything and just just go for obviously within reason <laughs> just do some stupid shit mm. um and he said it because it can really help the other side come up so that's just an example of how like those are those two things, James Smith and Alex, are completely different, like the opposite. And it's always good to like question what you believe. And when he said that, I was like, oh shit. And then I was like, I don't know why I did listen to James Smith in 2018. What did I do that for? Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, he he that's something that, you know, is if you feel like you're in balance, one, it doesn't matter, but also just train your good side as, as hard as you can. Yeah. And, and you think if you think about that, like it makes perfect sense. Like you say, if someone's yeah. got an injury and stuff, you wouldn't just go, well, my left knee's bust, so let's just not train my right leg. Yeah. Like you, would, you wouldn't. No, would of course, you because would. then the, the leg that you're not training then becomes really deconditioned to anything. Mm. So yeah. also I always say to Joe as well, like remember, there's pain and then there's discomfort. Pain yeah. is like, ow, that hurts. Discomfort is like, mm don't like that <laughs> yeah 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 discomfort is needed you you need discomfort especially when rehabbing an injury but pain, that's it no and I think that's really hard isn't it when you are coming back from an injury though because normally we avoid pain and say mm -hmm. if you or I were in the gym today and we did something and it caused any discomfort or pain we might be like oh I'm not going to do that that was a bit weird mm. but when you when you've got an injury or you're coming back from injury it's almost mm. like you have to feel the pain and do it anyway because mm. that's the the pushing through but I've, I've got a client who's um like who, who cracked a heel and she's had, like yeah really bad like ligament damage and all sorts um from playing netball last year and her uh, but she's also uh, a police officer so she's a lot of time on her feet so she's really struggled with a recovery but then she um has has been to physio so much that now they're basically saying to her like you just need to push through it a bit more yeah like, I, know, I, know, yeah. I know you're struggling but you need to push through the pain a bit more in training um mm. and we did take it really easy but now they're like yeah we're gonna have to start putting a bit more weight through it and and that will always be the case right it's yeah. like um another client of mine she she's she's got something with her knee but she doesn't know what it is but she's she's in her early 50s and she's just really scared about doing anything and and I keep saying to her like if you don't put anything through that leg as you get older and you naturally lose muscle because you're not strength training enough that knee is going to be absolutely mm -hmm. written off mm -hmm. in five ten years I think you, you can't do anything with it now can you imagine how bad it's going to get and that's not me trying to like instill 
fear in her and be like, you got to do it. But it's a reality check. Like you have to. So I say to her, like, why do you think, you know, you've, you've, why do you think you don't put enough through it? And she said, honestly, and I, I respect this. So when people are just brutally honest, I love it. She's like, I think my whole life I've been scared of hard work and I've avoided anything that might be a little bit hard because I want to be in my safe place and by my comfort zone. I was like, if everyone was just like that, I'd be honest, yeah. so much easier. It like, is. fair enough. Thank you for telling me that because now I can be like, look, you need to do it. Yeah. Otherwise you'd be like, oh, you know, that really hurts. And you obviously as a PT, the last thing you want to do is make something worse. But now I know that it, it's it's so mental for her. And like, you need to bend that knee. Otherwise it's going to be, otherwise that leg ain't bending. Yeah. Your life. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Love, love a bit of brutal honesty. Yeah. And I think that, like you say, it often takes a lot of self-awareness to be like that, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. And obviously because yeah. she's in her early 50s, she's she knows exactly what her thoughts are. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. So in training... If one side of your body is weaker, it doesn't matter. If there's like, if it's extreme, let's say you can't, you can dumbbell press two kilos with your left and 15 with your right. Yes. Yeah, some, some, it, yeah. some it's wrong. <laughs> some it's yeah. wrong. But if your set of 10 single arm inclined dumbbell press um, on your left, say you find 12 kilos, you can do it, but it's really hard. And the 12 kilos on the right feels like a little easier. You, you yes. are normal well that's me yeah you're a normal human yeah you're a normal human and it might never get better and stop worrying about it because it doesn't matter yeah and I think that's it as well like as coaches like say for example we might see um a client come to us come to us and they maybe lean slightly to one side over the Mm. other I mean maybe that maybe they've got a slight um lift in one shoulder and decline in the other Mm -hmm. as coaches we might be like oh I wonder if I can Mm -hmm. like I wonder if that's something I could fix. Da, 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 yeah. da. But as time goes on, you might just realize that that is just how that client is yeah. or how they move. I've got a client who broke a collarbone when she was 14, fell off a horse. Mm-hmm. And um, that that is just just her, the way her shoulders sit now. Yeah, it um, doesn't matter, does it? It, it? She still moves, she still moves well. Yeah. She's still really strong. Um, and she doesn't complain of any discomfort. So I'm like, exactly. If it's not broke, what are we trying to fix? Exactly. And then when you unfortunately if you are one of those people who believes in everything you see and you think that it might be fixable you become vulnerable to corrective exercise charlatans and people who will will see a person wanting to change something that doesn't need changing and will prey on that desperation and sell you something that is absolutely pointless yeah yeah you know, you can you you can see it now, can't you? Oh, um, uh, you know, you need these, you need to do these corrective exercises. Like, no, you just need to, you just need to train hard. Yeah, yeah. There's no substitute for strength. Like, there is no, there's nothing else that you can do that is going to be more beneficial for your muscles and your skeletal muscles, your uh, your bones, everything, than just to get stronger. There is nothing else out there. So, yeah. if anyone tries to sell you something, oh, what about this? There is no substitute for strength the end yeah yeah but I think that's like it's probably like a a bit of a weird a weird truth to hear right for a lot of people because what's the reason that we want to find these solutions I think I think about this a lot 
and I did a little post about it the other day. Um, we look for different, you know, let's say someone says to you, you probably just need to train harder. That's that's on you then. It's too simple. Too That's on you. It's like, it, there's that little, and, and I hate little terms like this because they usually come from people whose uh, profile picture is them on stage in a glittery thong. But um, it's like, no one cares, train harder. And unfortunately, in some contexts, that's just stupid. But in some contexts, it's totally true. It's like, you can spend the, the next five years worrying about how your left shoulder is a little bit weaker than your right. And, or you could just train yeah. harder. And like, like we yeah. said, we probably need to push a little bit more. It's quite hard to push on your own, but quite often we're looking for something unusual because it, it, it means we can put something off for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the really good example of this is probably one of the trends that we see at the moment, which mm-hmm. is, and I'm not, I'm not saying this, by the way, if you are one of these people mm-hmm. who has been diagnosed with ADHD, but ADHD yeah. does seem to be a thing at the moment, which, mm-hmm. and there was even a, that BBC documentary on it, yeah. um, which was how easy it is to get a test done, yeah. to, um, which isn't even necessarily like there's any evidence behind it. No, there were, oh, that, that BBC that, thing with that woman. Yeah. To that say that so you to, scary. to basically um, be diagnosed with ADHD, you can go private through a company, do yeah. a series, answer a series of questions, have a phone interview with the yeah. uh, psych. I don't know if it was a psychiatrist or somebody, yeah. and basically then they'll say, "Yeah, yeah, you have got ADHD." But yeah. they they debunked it on this um, BBC documentary where it was just a bit of like a charlatan again. Someone yeah. fell in a service where. They tell you, and, and I think they did it a couple of different times, didn't they, where mm-hmm. they gave multiple answers and every single time it was like, oh, yeah, you've got ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the time, like Sash says, we we want something to be wrong mm. so that then we can got, blame it on that. We can blame it on that, which is, is human, right? So if, mm. like, if you listen to this and this maybe resonates with someone you know or mm. um, maybe even yourself, I like I think it's one of those things I don't get get me wrong even like there's times where I'll go on TikTok and then I'll see those ADHD things and I'm like oh my god this is me I am always procrastinating I am always distracted no you're just you're just you're just procrastinating that's that's totally normal yeah but it is one of those things and then it gets you doesn't it in your head where where it's like um where it's like it's mostly in women. It's mostly in people this age. It's mostly <laughs> if you do this, I'm like, oh my god, I do all of those things. Yeah, but then a lot of it's so, a lot of it's like if you're doing your work on your laptop and you keep going on your phone, you probably have ADHD. And I'm like, no, you don't. You just on your phone. And the issue is, is the same as OCD, which is why I honestly OCD is debilitating. ADHD yeah, got- can also be debilitating. Yeah, like I have a friend who's got ADHD. Like. And I've known since the moment I met them. The, oh the, yeah, There's give it people five I minutes, know. and I was like, oh my god! Like, mm-hmm. and it it has so many negative implications to your life, and it's debilitating. So to then like use it as something to blame. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I didn't do any of my work today, but um, I was hyper fixating on doing my washing. I'm like, no, that doesn't count. It's like, oh, I yeah. I, I like things clean, so I have OCD, and I'm like, you do realize people. OCD can scrub like, their skin so hard scrub their skin so yeah. hard that they bleed or yeah. that I saw a clip of this poor guy who was in his house and he he had to this is so, so exactly this is how extreme it is 
He used his thumb as a measure. And if all his ornaments weren't a thumb distance away from the edge of his shelf, like he literally couldn't sleep at night. And I'm thinking, why are you? Tr- why would you want that? Yeah, yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's it's horrendous. Different... He literally is stuck in that house. He cannot leave. Um, he does it a hundred times a day. And if it moves, he can't, you know, and even all the food in the fridge has to be. A th- I'm like, no. Yeah. That I can't honestly imagine anything more horrendous mm. than something like that. So if there's something in your life that you're, you're, you, you feel like you should be doing, but you're not doing, it's probably because you're putting off the actual thing that you need to be doing, which is probably the work yeah and I think there's 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 many ways to get to the bottom of that in its simplest form I often always I often think the person maybe doesn't um have enough of an understanding of the reason why that they want to do it like that's me just being me which is the the broken record that I am when it comes to the why (laughs) element however um I know it can be deeper than that. And that's why it requires so much like thought and questioning and consideration to understand why you're not doing something you wanted to do or said you were going to do. But um, yeah. So like, like we said, with the, with the training thing, the, the reason we look for these challenges or issues within ourselves might be because it's like an avoidance tactic. It is. Uh, I can't, I actually can't train the minute because I've got a tendonitis in my knee. Have you? Okay. Well, one, yeah, like you say, one, have you? Two, what's wrong with your arms? Yeah. What's wrong with your other leg? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with uh, going swimming? What's wrong with, you know what I mean? Those types of things. Yeah. And then, and then you don't even like, obviously, when you have a bad knee, training hamstrings really hard is really beneficial and usually doesn't cause pain. So, okay, well, don't flex your knee. Why don't you just, Train your hamstrings then. Yeah. So there's always a way, there's like always a way around it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, exactly. Like Jess said, it's usually that we're also afraid of failure. It's, it's nice to have a reason not to. It's lovely to have a reason not to because then you don't have to confront the fact that you it might be messy and you might not be very good and you might fail and you might not do or like I said in my post the other day, or you might do it and you're just worried that the feeling you get is not quite as good as you would have, you would have hoped. Yeah. And it won't be compelling enough for you to keep going. So it's all, it's like, like we always say, people just do not want to give something a go without it written down that it will without work. guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, and I do, there's an element of that, like, cause it is, it is, scary putting yourself out there and it is like nerve-wracking and stuff but I do also it's however anything and everything has ever been done in life yeah I mean absolutely it's totally normal it's totally normal but like as cliche and how however many times has been said like that time that time is gonna pass Mm. it's gonna be tomorrow it's gonna the next week is gonna go past whether you try something new or not so what, and I, like I always say to people, if if people aren't doing, I said to my client the other day, who's um just been struggling with, with consistency in her sessions and stuff. And I always say, what are you doing instead? So on, on, yeah. on, in the hour that you normally do your training, what are you doing in that hour instead? And mm. quite often it's something that they are, they wish they were doing more of. So she says, I read my book for an hour. And I'm like, so you're looking for an hour 
also however long you want to just sit and relax and read your book right do you think if you can find an hour you know she hadn't got any kids or anything you know she lived a, a pretty you know a life similar to you and I can you find an hour to read your book at a different time and she's like yeah and then once you make room for that thing that you want to do because she obviously wants to do it as she wouldn't miss a training for it um so yeah always ask what are you that thing that you really want to be doing but you're not what are you doing instead quite often it's nothing right mm. because they want more time to do nothing which we all do we all want more free time yeah I've never spoken to anyone that would say oh no I wish I I, I wish I was just busy every hour of every day it's like everyone wants at least an hour just to do just, just, just to look at your diary and be like oh look I've got nothing yeah. I'm, I'm like that I need I need that time as I go mental so like I will do my training at whatever time and I will, will not tra- after after four o'clock this this ain't training mm. I can't do it it's my downtime and it's so important to me that I am not willing to sacrifice it for anything um which is why I do my training earlier because otherwise can you imagine if I scheduled my training for six o'clock at night no, yeah, it won't happen. I wouldn't do it. And what would I be doing instead? Nothing, because that's why I want to. But... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Second thing. Second thing. Nutrition. Yeah. So um again, another bit of a trend within the wellness space at the moment is um like balancing hormones via nutrition or um balancing your gut via nutrition and these are all just like buzzwords because like we've said before your body is a very intelligent functioning like (laughs) organism you can't you can't trick it it. so when you're like oh I'm going to balance my gut through this this and this it's like hey uh, your gut is doing that every single day whether you put a maccas into it or you eat like uh, fermented fermented cabbage yeah it's still doing it um so you don't need to try to make it balance it's already doing that um that's its literal job yeah um, but it, but it's like internally like that all these bitches trying to take my title like <laughs> I, I've already got this job and everyone's yeah. trying to take my job for me and um, then you forget don't you like and then obviously there's people that are literally there's always something to sell with these people. Always remember that. If they're creating a problem, they're not doing it. To, it's like we talked about that woman who was on Stephen Bartlett's podcast about fasting. It's like you can't sell not eating for three days. Oh, no way. You oh, can no, she can. Book. Yeah, you can't sell that. Don't eat for three days and you'll, and you'll lose weight. No fucking shit, whatever mm-hmm. her name is. Obviously. It, yeah. it, honestly, it literally, that woman, let's just not because I can't do it right now. Um. People it's like it, often don't know what hormone is. Uh-huh. And if, yeah. if if anyone, if a client or whoever says to me, like, oh, um, I've been looking into balancing my uh, what's a hormone? Yeah. Um, it was like you don't know. So how can you balance something you don't know what it is? What do, yeah. what are you trying to what is it? What is it? Help me. I'm trying to understand. Yeah. There was even um like um that uh, Michelle who we had on last week she did a really yeah. great post this week didn't she about fat loss yeah and it's saying like uh different ways of being like a fat loss coach these days um one of them was being this like super feminine hormonal balancing queen yeah. yes, queen type of person yeah. and it's like all Talking you need to do 
oh yeah, all you need to do is just use some big words and absolutely blag your clients' heads yeah. into them thinking, oh my god, this person's a scientist. Yeah. Um, and it's like, no, no, no. They <laughs> they they literally uh, probably just googled yeah uh, menstrual cycle chart and it's, and it's uh, dangerous it's yeah dangerous because people look up to people in our industry and you know we're seen as the people that have the answers we've got a little black book and it's got all the answers and when in fact we don't have that at all and also as our job as fitness coaches it's not our job we're not endocrinologists mm. if, if a pt says to you they can balance your hormones they are lying they are lying through their teeth because they know that it's a buzzword they know that that women especially um, think that a lot of things come down to our menstrual cycle and quite often they don't. Quite often, sometimes they do, not saying they do, but quite often. And, and, don't, and yeah, and don't get me wrong, I also think it is very useful to understand how your cycle works. Like, I think that is a very important piece of information. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily that you can, you're going to do loads with it, no. but I think it is a very empowering thing as a female to know how your body works. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and course. we're also we're also different yeah. you can start to then see your own trends and your own yes. cycle oh I know that when I'm here this mm-hmm. is what it is rather than I know when coach Janice tells me I'm on that day she says yeah. that my hormones are going to be the most out of whack it's like no no yeah no. exactly and all you got to do is find a few of your uh, female friends and ask them and how how different it is is mental like I think if you some people sell again we go back to people fucking selling stupid shit um uh, a, a cycle-based training and then it's like well uh, during your ovulation you're going to be stronger so you need to do more power and I'm like hold on I'm weakest on when I'm ovulating they're like oh suddenly your product is redundant because it's a load of shit and it's just yeah. so yeah. that's why when clients say to me like oh um, what what are your thoughts on training with your cycle I say don't read anything do it on your own read yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. You, use your period at whatever at certain times in what just go from month one if like for I'll just use me as an example obviously because it's easiest like when I'm just finished my period and I'm starting to ovulate which is right now I feel weak I feel tired I can't get up in the morning whereas I'm the opposite I trained yesterday I've I'm the same as Sash not on yeah. the period yeah on my way to ovulation yeah had like one of the best training sessions I've had in a long time uh, thank god right perfect example I snoo- I snooze my alarm this morning six times right so that's six lots of 10 minutes that's an hour but, but I am still ten, yeah still tired, still tired. Then, and within every 10 minutes I fell asleep again and had another dream right when I'm due on or on I get up like that so it's like, and then people, but these stupid programs might say, when you're, when you're menstruating, you're going to be tired. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm wide awake. Yeah. So it's like, you can't, but then you'll start to, you'll tell yourself that that's the case so much that you'll start to just mess it all up. So literally when it comes to menstrual cycle, it's, it's the most personal thing and never, ever, ever buy anything or listen to anyone who tells you that it's the same for everyone. And that just me and Jess, it's, it's good that we're the opposite because we can literally use it as an example. Mm-hmm. Opposite. I sleep really yeah, yeah. well. I see my, my sleep schedule is extremely, <laughs> maybe overly um, linear. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. I'm asleep at the same time and I get up at the same time. But when I'm just finished my period and I'm ovulating, I cannot wait. I, my eyes do not wake up. They like won't peel open. I can't do it. Yeah. It, it, it 
and if I read anything online, it would tell me the opposite. Yeah, it is just wild, isn't it? Yeah, and then what would I do? I'd probably try and search for the reason, like this whole podcast about. You're trying to find, oh, what could it be? It's like, no, <laughs> it's just me. It's just yeah. how my body, my body works, and it's totally fine. Instead, I think that's it. It's taking like an exploratory approach with it, where it's like, oh, okay, so if I um have a heavy training session when I'm at that point in my cycle what does that feel like okay let me do that for like six months and take note on that same day and see if there's any trends there might even not be a trend no it might might be completely different every month which is really annoying (laughs) but there might be like a like a trend but this is the other thing as well we can look at our hormones or what have you can't we but you're telling me if I was like right on day 25 of my cycle I always feel like that's let's say yeah say day 25 of my cycle and maybe get a good session in every day 25 oh that's so random that's really random Hmm. right okay in the future maybe if I have children day 25 I've had three hours sleep yeah (laughs) I've had an argument with my with Matt I've had um like the most stressful week of my life with work and then I'm like, oh, day 25. I normally have a really good session today. I wonder why I'm not having a good session yeah, today. It's like, there oh, yeah, there's loads of other variables involved. But that's why it's important to to look at the whole picture all the time. Yeah. But I think that's it. We're too we're too nervous to take an exploratory approach. Yeah, and because we, we want, want guarantees. Yeah, we want the concrete with it. But yeah, but the nutrition one I think is interesting as well with the with the gut um yeah. uh, I've actually decided reading Spoonfed even though Tim can be a bit controversial I wanted to uh give it a whirl so it's interesting as well when we think about the reason that food groups or uh, just types of food as a whole have the I don't know like the commercial backing that they do like okay well why do we say that uh, nuts are good for us when mm-hmm. 20 years ago we said they were bad for us like Too many what's changed now. yeah like what's yeah what's changed it's like it's all like the marketing type of thing so again whose whose word are you taking as gospel when it comes mm-hmm. to these stances because success for one person could be different to another like like you say maybe someone is trying to look into weight management maybe nuts might not be the best choice for them in that sense what for whatever they're trying to do but actually for somebody else having nuts with the granola in the morning, it fills them up and they love it and it keeps yeah. them really satiated. And they also love that taste. Somebody else has got a nut allergy, worst thing in the world. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's very like, what, what are you going to do with that sort of information? Yeah. Which is why that kind of stuff on like, um, actually recommend Peter Atiyah's book Outlive because the nutrition section is just so it's so good because it's so not what people want, which is exactly yeah. what people do. People need what they don't want, which is no one knows. And people yeah. hate that. People on it, which is why when people talk about nutrition, sometimes I'm like, you don't know that. Oh, this study mm-hmm. said this. Well, it was a study on mice 50 years ago. Good one. And it's like, um, we don't know much. And the things we do know are from studies that are highly flawed. small samples animal tested um supported by the companies who actually want their products to do well that's why Uh, I recommend reading that section of the book because it's not frustrating for you or I Jess but it's frustrating for the average person because there's no answers in there and it's so detailed and it's so thorough 
and it goes through all the studies that are, are used, like the 16-8 study, you know, the fasting one. Um, and it goes through the study that made that popular and why it's ridiculous and why it makes no yeah. sense whatsoever. Um, and yeah, it's just, and I absolutely love it because again, it says the only thing that we actually do know is that um, you need enough protein and you need to make sure you're eating your vegetables. And it, and that's why yeah. it annoys people because they're like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. So what I, was actually, what I was trying to tell you earlier about James Smith that I forgot about is what's happened is, do you know that Ebby, Ebby, Eddie Bew, that famous like Black bodybuilder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically he's done a t- like a video going against James Smith saying uh, you need, well, no, actually he just did a video saying like calorie counting is, is pointless. That's what oh, his video yeah. was. He was saying, he basically said, it's not, it's not good. What you should focus on is a higher protein diet, make sure it's rich in fats. Although very strictly says no sugar, which is right. pretty much, I just think impossible Stupid. for anyone to yeah. do and have a life. Yeah. So he says that. And then, um, but generally like the things that he says, like you say, higher protein diet, yeah. have some fat in your diet, like yeah. carbs. That's so important. Food. Vegetables. So then, but, but then what's made me laugh is James Smith's done a like reply to it today saying like, oh, I thought I was above calling people out on videos, but here we are. And I, I always, I, I'll come out of hiding when, when the opportunity needs to happen. And he's basically got in saying like, um, saying Eddie must have done calorie counting at some point to get shredded as he mm. is. Who knows? Maybe fair knows? enough. I don't know. Yeah, um, and then he and then he's basically got in and said, um, it's interesting. He's saying like high protein, da, 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 fat, da, da, all this stuff. Whereas what he's describing is a macro split. So you actually do need to do that to have a macro split. I was like, well, I actually disagree with that. You don't need to do no. that. But anyway, what's really funny is on James Smith's video, all the comments are loads of people saying, Eddie's absolutely done you on this. Like your <laughs> reply is so poor. Everyone's literally saying like, this is the worst reply ever um team eddie it was on tiktok i saw it on tiktok um but literally it just killed me like this morning when i saw it i was gonna send it to you you can't Um, that's the thing right sometimes you can't there's you can't argue with it because it's the in nutrition it's the only thing we know it's the only thing because obviously protein um is great for uh, building and maintaining muscle and then people are, are talk about this insulin thing where's glucose stored in the muscle if you don't have muscle where's it going probably more into the bloodstream what's really bad when it's where there's too much in the bloodstream too much sugar and it's like you can't uh, it, when it gets to the point where you can't argue with it it's like why don't we all just start to get along now and understand that it's, it's, eat as many vegetables as you as you can try and get different ones yeah. all the time because you need variety um eat enough protein but probably not as much as the bodybuilders are telling you to um yeah. eat high, uh ultra processed foods in moderation um fruits whatever uh potatoes are perfectly safe um <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah yeah that's what we do know but but it, it, yeah it, it was really funny watching that as well though because like what we said when people, like you said because they're trying to sell you something it's like james smith's reply was very much just like oh no no calorie counting is useful it's like yeah well guess what his whole app his is whole built on it's built on his whole personality is built on calorie counting so he's of course not going to say that calorie counting oh. is bad for you because 
his product is calorie counting. And I can't wait in like 10 years time for him to be like, oh, by the way, I was wrong about that. If it ever it, happens, it, I don't know. Exactly. It's like the um, Joe Wicks. Do you remember when he was like, calories don't matter, calories don't matter, which obviously calories do matter. They matter. Of course they matter. Yeah. And we're saying they're not the number one importance. We're not saying they don't matter. We're probably just saying that there's things that you could probably think about before that. That's all we're saying. And so when Joe Wicks was like, calories actually don't matter at all. And he was like encouraging like 50 year old uh, perimenopausal women to have those chocolate oats with the banana that were like 900 calories. And then he randomly said on a video like, um, oh, as we know, guys, it's all about calories in, calories out. And people are like, huh? It's like, because that's going to happen. That's going to happen. If you, Dan always says, watch out for people who have really, really, really strong beliefs about something. Yeah, because there's something there. Something right. right. If you had, if you randomly have like... (laughs) I talked about a funny uh, TikTok video I saw where this this woman's husband was like so homophobic, right? It's all he oh, you told me. You, you, yeah, you told us. You did told you, us on yeah. the pod. Oh, did, did, did you tell you on the pod? Oh, like, you maybe told me on the pod. Yeah, and it's like why? Or like people who like literally just like hate something for no reason, and they just talk about it all the time. I just I just want to be like, what is this? Why? Why yeah. do you have such a strong belief about something? It's it's weird. You don't even know everything about yeah. that. It's like the Republicans were talking about Trump and it's just like, why, why? It's so weird. It's so weird. And always watch yeah. out, especially in our industry. If me or Jess were posting every day about like guys this is this is the most important thing you could ever do like your hormones um you need to make sure you're having this collagen because it it, like red it's the the reddest flag of all time yeah it's because no nobody knows that much nobody even the the peter atea who who is that book i read He's even saying, and he's been in the medical world for 30 years. He's, saying, yeah, he's so really knowledgeable. Know. Yeah. We don't really know yet, guys. What we do know is this, and we can use this information to the best of our ability, but we don't actually know too much about that. Yeah. Listen to those people. Yeah, don't yeah. listen to the people who, exactly. like, this Eddie guy, if he's saying, guys, avoid sugar at all costs, he obviously doesn't understand life. <laughs> There's some yeah there's some that's what I mean like it's like that's what I mean when you watch his video and you watch James Smith it's like you can just see both of their agendas a million miles off which is James Smith is like you need calorie counting but then he even says well he's like at least in the beginning it's like well no that's not even true either no. so like if, if people can go on after without it why do they need it in the beginning that's what I always think yeah. but it's like it's it's just really interesting that he said that they said he guy was quite general in his prescriptions around protein you need he didn't even say like the you know like one point he didn't even say that whereas James Smith did he just said you need a higher protein diet you need some fat in your diet you need this you need that but you have absolutely no sugar and then as soon as he said that I was like then you've just lost all credibility because if he said what what you're telling me I'm I'm never gonna have an ice cream again in my life like of course I am yeah do you want to suck all the joy out of my life eddie no yeah <laughs> like, exactly and that's when people lose credibility because okay so higher protein diet yeah fats in your diet essential um vegetables whatever and that's a very kind of yeah ballpark right and then yeah. an extreme and the minute it. the minute there's an extreme view 
that's when you lose it you lose credibility and james's yeah. james smith's views on calories are very extreme if someone's yeah. saying everybody should be doing this that's an extreme view because context yeah. like context oh my god I feel like I say this all the time but it's so important do you know what was really funny as well on that video I can't even know if I combined it on James Smith's reply it was basically like Eddie da, 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 you're not gonna believe this guy was just stood in front of a whiteboard pointing at thingies and I was thinking hey, that literally how is how you, you built your business with that whiteboard come yeah, on so I was like it was just funny honestly but yeah, so when it when it comes to the the again the the balancing the um fixing things, it's because people will love to have you think that you are broken with a specific mm. thing rather than rather than uh, rather than self <laughs> <laughs> feel sick with that rather than um it could be anything like it's so different person to person mm. that it's so much easier to generalize and then try and sell some somebody. It's like marketing 101. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like with Michelle on, find someone's pain points, give them a, give them a solution. Whereas it's like, that's the stuff to look out for because when it's so specific and feel, feels like, Oh my God, this person knows exactly what I'm going through. That would make me be like, Hmm. I'm not so sure that I'd need to trust you if your whole business model is based on one specific thing. Exactly. Exactly. You know I mean, like this is a, yeah. a great example to finish on, right? Let's just say you are unhappy with the backs of your arms, right? Are you more likely to buy a program that says strong arms or are you more likely to buy a program that says a program for bingo wings? You mm. You're not you're you'll be like, I don't care about how strong my arms are. I just want my bingo wings gone. And it's like, no, that's not how but but what are people imagine a 55-year-old woman who has arms she doesn't like. Of course she's gonna go. That's a pain. They've figured out what you're you don't like, right? And what's painful to you, and they're gonna sell you something. That program yeah. is probably a load of shit, right? Uh, exactly what we said. Arm well, program like, is probably better. Yeah, and it's like what we said, isn't it? Like whenever something, um, Michelle mentioned it last week, we've said it lots of times before, which is the shame thing. If someone's trying to get you in to do something, to buy something from them based on shame alone, mm -hmm. how long do you think that's going to last? That's not going to make you feel good. No, exactly. Short term, short term maybe, but it's not no. a healthy way to be to be digging and also if your view then imagine like what that does say you are conscious about your arms say maybe you do currently reference them mm -hmm. as bingo wings right say you do change them by whatever it is you go on to go do change with your body that's not going to change your perception then you're still going to look at people who have maybe got bigger arms and be like oh they've got bigger bingo wings rather than cultivating your idea of what that actually means in someone's body to be a less negative reference exactly exactly but hey too much nuance for uh, <laughs> we want direct we want guarantees we want it in writing we want it now unfortunately yeah in short you are not a problem that needs to be fixed yeah and I think is the and pts are not endocrinologists mm -hmm. that's all for <laughs> the end. and that's all for episode 111 
Um, we will see you next week for 112 and have a lovely rainy day in England. <laughs> England only, if you're somewhere else. <laughs> well done for you. Son, well done. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. See you later. See you later. Bye.